This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. NFL trade deadline has come and passed. It was done half an hour ago. Trades are in. They've stopped rolling in. I don't think we're in for any last-minute surprises. Remember, at trade deadlines, the trades just have to be reported to the league by the deadline, but uh, they can roll in after. It's been about half an hour, so I feel pretty confident in saying that everything that we've heard about is what's in the bank. I'm Austin Norman. He's Eric Strickle, and we're just going to go through some of these trades um, some of the more notable ones here. We talked about a little bit on the crossover, Stricky. Chase Young to San Francisco. San Francisco, they didn't need more. I still don't get it. It's been two hours. I still don't understand how that happened. To me, man, it's still some form of a conspiracy theory. I think that's crazy that, you know, to have them on the opposite side with how good that defense is already, to have them on the opposite side of Bosa, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, that's that's a dangerous combination. Well, and don't forget they picked up Randy Gregory, Randy too. Gregory, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think their struggles have been really on the offensive side of things, obviously, right now. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, and, and, and I'm just, I'm going to stick to my point on this, man. I think that there's just some frustration. I mean, I understand that some weapons are out right now, but I, I still think there's some frustration from Purdy. I mean, because when you go home at night, and you think about all these cats that are touching big dollars right now, and you're just like, you just sit there and you're like, freaking all this work I'm putting in, and I'm, I'm the guy, and I can't benefit from it. Hey, that can that can weigh on somebody. I mean, this go this 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 goes back to what the discussion we had, Austin, where we're talking, where we we had somebody on the uh, text line that was, you know, talking crazy about something, um, you know, regarding the text line talking crazy. No, <laughs> never. But it, it, there's a human element to people's, you know, career arcs mm-hmm. that sometimes we don't weigh into. You know what I mean? We don't get the benefit of looking into the backstory or the back side of things uh, in the locker room, at home, in the mind of of players or individuals, in the psyche of what they, the, the pressures of whatever they must deal with. Right? This is this is probably why you're seeing him make some mistakes that he's making because when you're trying to show instead of it's, it's, it's like you, 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 you've played hoop. Some Mm -hmm. of you guys that have listened, you've played sports. You do better when you relax. If you're tight or you're pressure or you're trying too hard or you're trying to make something happen, you usually make mistakes because there's a tense, there's a tenseness in it whether you're shooting the ball, whether you're throwing the ball, when that tension is there, instead of just relaxing and allowing the repetition of whatever it is that you're, uh, whatever sport that you're activated mm-hmm. in, just allowing those the freeness of all the stuff you've prepared for in the offseason and the, the, the film you've watched and the shots and the repetition from specific positions or with different moves, 
when you do that with freedom, there's there's a lack of tightness in it, which allows you to be able to shoot or to throw or to bat. You know, because in, in baseball, too, that's something that I've learned. Even in golf, the more tight you are, you try to muscle up, your, you, your bat slows down. Mm-hmm. So the more relaxed you are, your hands are freer to move, which gets that bat speed and it gets through the zone, which you're obviously able to hit, hit better. So it's the same concept. And I think that's what we're seeing with Brock Purdy right now. Because your muscles tense at the right time. Yeah. Not when they're not supposed to. Yeah. It's smooth, you know, slow is smooth, smooth is fast, that sort of thing. Yeah. Trade deadline's interesting. Let's have this Purdy conversation. You got me thinking. I got some questions for you. Number one, has Brock Purdy done enough to deserve getting a new contract? Um, it's just not going to happen. I think he but, has. But has he done enough? I think yeah. I think he, not not top-tier money. Does he want top-tier, or and would he just want a sign of, hey, you believe in me more than rookie deal money? See, I, I would say, I would say you could present that on a shorter term, maybe bonus him a little bit more to, like, a, not top-tier, but you could, you could, you you know, but I would say... If I'm a if I'm a top GM, I'm saying to him, holler at me after the season. Get through this season. Yes, you had a great run. Yes, but show me, show me, show me this year, and then we can assess giving you this bonus, and then you can decide on if that's that's something that you want. But in order, but then I'd have the conversation in order for us to put you in a position to continue to have the success that you're having, or to us to make runs. I can't go this level because we still need to be able to put these type of players. So mm-hmm. I would, I would, I would, um, m- m- you know, mitigate his expectations to not want to go into a, a, a super high level in, in the bracket mm-hmm. so that we can win and then let him to make a decision. And then I would even have a discussion with him like Tom Brady, like this is what Tom Brady did. This is how Tom Brady responded. This is how Tom mm-hmm. Brady. Yes. Um, but then he's going to, his agent or him, he's going to say, well, look at Mahomes. Or if you're the Niners, do you say Tom Brady's idol was Joe Montana? Guess who played in San Francisco? Joe Montana. Yeah. Guess who's right there? Hey, yeah. Joe, come and talk to this kid. Yeah. You, you could do some things like that just to, you, you want to mitigate his, you know, uh, his expectations, but you also don't want him to be, you know, going to a tank on you. Right. You can't cheat him. You can't cheat the kid. He's put in work. He's proven he's worth more than what he's making right now. But this is where I think both sides... Okay, all three sides. I'm going to throw Shanahan into this mix as well. All three sides need to get out of their own silo, right? Purdy has to understand that, like you're saying, there's more to the Niners than him. He is not the team. He is not Mahomes. He's not Lamar. He's not Allen. He's not Burrow. He's not Herbert. He's a good quarterback. Not an elite one, I don't think. He's got to understand he's not going to get paid like those guys. If he has that understanding and all he's asking for is some respect, right? A a deal that says that, hey, yeah, we like you. You're good. We appreciate what you've done. Here's a little bit more, and it doesn't take everything to make him feel respected. I get that. If you're the Niners, obviously you don't want to give him that much money. Obviously from the team building Mm -hmm. part of it, you you want to keep him as cheap as possible, (laughs) but you also have to understand the human element of it like we've talked about so much. And then Kyle Shanahan. I wonder what his role in this is. Is he more team Purdy? Like, yeah, we're trying, I want to get you paid more. Or is he more team team GM of, I'm Kyle Shanahan. I get all this respect. It's my game plan. It's my offense that makes you who you are. 
Brock Purdy, I, I like you. I respect you. I appreciate you as my quarterback, but I could do this with anyone. I did this with you. Don't forget who made you. I would love to know where Kyle Shanahan's ego one. is at. That's a good one. But here's, here's I think also Shanahan, you know, it, it's very similar. GMs have conversations. Coaches have conversations. Players have conversations. So it's what we call voice genesis that mm-hmm. always happens in, in, in your, your areas in your circle. I would venture to say that Shanahan has looked out east and saw what transpired with uh, Brian Dable mm-hmm. and how the pressure has mounted on him because you're saying, this is my guy. and Gave him 40 mil? And you touched him up. And you didn't pay your superstar running back, and he didn't. He's not panning out. So mm-hmm. I could I could say he likes him, but does he like him enough to stand behind him to say and put himself on the line? Now I don't think I think Shanahan's good enough that it's not going to put that type of pressure on himself, mm-hmm. even if he decided to you know make him. But you've already missed on Trey. Mm-hmm. You, you, you know, now you happen to find a gym that everybody is trying to figure out and duplicate. This is why you see that there's a lot of rookie court, quarterbacks mm-hmm. that are out here being picked up, trying to find, they're trying to figure out mm-hmm. how they can, everybody can get their little Brock Purdy. And uh, so I don't know if he wants to piss off the powers that be by stepping into this uh, and sticking your, your, putting your, your neck on the guillotine. Right. Because he hasn't even played else. a full season exactly. of NFL games yet. Exactly. So as a GM, I don't want to pay a guy that I haven't seen for a full season's worth of games. But as a player, I came on to the scene. I made my mark. There's nothing saying that what I'm doing is unsustainable. And the injury ends and, up popping. Exactly. So how is it going to plan pan out for that? Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's some there's some things out there to still consider. The Again, if I'm San Francisco's front office, I'm taking Tennessee as an example. I'm taking... Honestly, myself with Jimmy Garoppolo as an example, too. Like, hey, it's nothing personal. We just don't want to be like, say, the Titans, right? That tied up all this money in a a good quarterback. Again, we like you. We respect you. We appreciate you. We feel like we need team flexibility. That that roster building, that is our biggest strength right now. Mm -hmm. I would think that Brock Purdy would understand the situation and be amenable to still life-changing money for him and his grandkids, if not Mahomes' money. I don't know. And, And... Sometimes it's, it's going to be a bet on yourself type of mentality. Sometimes it's just be patient. It's mm-hmm. on the way and continue to perform. Sometimes it's, it's, it just depends because then you're just like, how many years? Because we also look at and consider that the NFL, the, 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 uh, the longevity part of it, mm-hmm. I think is what, three years or something like that for the average? Real short. But for quarterback, you know, you got to know that, there are risks out there. You just got injured is what you're making. You know, those things weigh in you. The injury in itself, you want longer opportunities to make and maximize money. And you're looking at it like, good gosh, I'm out here. And, you know, is this going to be enough to to get me? And you're living in California. Cali so, ain't cheap. So what you're making in Cali, especially out in in. It's not, it's not, it doesn't pan out at the end of the day, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's a lot of things to consider, and I don't think sometimes we do that, especially as uh, us looking on the outside, looking in. Other trade deadline things. Are you surprised the Chiefs didn't go get a wide receiver? I am. I am. I'm, I'm, I'm actually kind of, that's one of the ones that I'm dumbfounded. But then 
do you look around? You're already thin because you just really don't have much. What do you have to offer? So that's something to think about. Mm-hmm. Do you want you when if you're the Kansas City Chiefs, the one thing you don't want to give and offer is your capital, uh, especially draft capital. Mm-hmm. Even if your picks are in the late twenties, early thirties, yeah, cost control. You, you don't want to. You don't want to offer that because you're not going to be able to maximize anything in free agency. Mm-hmm. So people are going to be wanting your draft capital, and depending on the tier of what the what the guy you're wanting. What would you have to offer for that? I, I bet you they had. I, I listen. Kansas City's not a dumb organization. I bet you they reached out and they they tried to see. And I think people understand where they're at. No, we don't want to help your, you know, tail. Mm-hmm. And you know, the other word I wanted to use. We don't right. want to help your tail. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, they're saying they're going to try to over leverage him. Hey, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah, yeah we'll give you him for uh, you know your third round. Third when, round. When to, another team would take a fifth. Right. Mm-hmm. Third round to Kansas City is valuable. Mm-hmm. Second round is super valuable. You're never giving up your first round because you can get some stuff at the mm-hmm. bottom tier of the first round. So if if you're looking for a mid tier guy and if they're not offering at the fifth, I'm not I'm not moving. Chiefs fans don't come at me. I know they added Mecole Hardman. I just don't think he's that big a difference maker. He, he's not a true number one. He's familiar with the system in Mahomes, but. I think they needed someone else. I'm a little surprised, Strick, that a team like Denver and a team like the Patriots didn't sell. I thought they had pieces that would help them jumpstart a bit of a rebuild. I, I'm sure Sean Payton doesn't want to do that. Bill Belichick, if he's nearing the end of his time, probably doesn't want to do that. But if you're the owners and GMs, you got to do what's best for business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't really have much to add to that. Yeah, um, but even when I look at Denver, I'm I'm looking at Denver. Yeah, their record doesn't speak speak to uh, what they have. I think they've got enough pieces out there in Denver. Um, and I can't even felt, I can't even fault what's going on with Denver right now. Russell, Russell Wilson. I think he's playing <laughs> tremendous football right now at this time of the season. Russ isn't necessarily the problem yeah. like he was last year. Yeah. Uh, Text line again, if you have any thoughts on the NFL trade deadline or Brock Purdy's contract situation, let us know. 402-464-5685. We'll step aside. When we get back, we will cross it over at the end of the show already. It has flown by. We'll bring in Jay and or DP for the crossover to wrap up on the block next.